Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get clear about where you stand financially, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies, my five-step guide to organizing your finances at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Hi there, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 11. In today's episode, I will be talking about how to peak perform your financial goals. It's the start of a new year and I know that you are probably already thinking about and planning your health goals, your life goals, your relationship goals and your financial goals, I hope. So I'm going to get straight into it. I have a number of tips that I want to share with you, seven to be precise, um, on how to create financial goals that are achievable, create financial goals that are going to actually get the needle moving in your situation. So the first thing you want to do, and this is actually more of a myth buster, is you want to create your financial goals at any time, right? So you don't have to just set your goals at the start of the new year. I know that we're in that season now and many people are focusing more on their goals, but actually you want to get in the habit of creating financial goals throughout the year. And by doing so, you are more likely to stay focused on your finances and your life likely to actually make more progress throughout the year, right? Because you're not just creating a set of goals at the beginning and then falling off mid-year, but you're actually continuously working on your goals throughout the year. The second thing that you want to do is you want to write it down. So when you create a financial goal, write it down. I've actually started doing something new that I'll share with you in a minute. But one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Habakkuk 2.2. And the start of it says, write the vision and make it plain, right? It's so important that you write down your goals because if it's not recorded, then you can't really measure it. You know, how are you actually going to know how you've done and if you've done it by the time that you said that you were going to do it by. Um, And as you write down your goal, you want to build a mental picture of your goal, right? So you want to start seeing what having that goal looks like. Picture the journey, you know, to achieving the goal. Picture the actions that you're going to be taking either on a monthly, a daily or a weekly basis, right? Begin to establish that mental picture in your mind. Um, some people draw their goals. Some people write down their goals. I have started to do something new, which is I have been saying my goals out loud to myself, looking at myself in the mirror and speaking my goals to myself. And I have found that that's really helped to build my confidence around my own goals. And it's helped me to stay committed, right? And it's helped me to really buy into my own goals. So many people create goals that they themselves don't buy into. And I have found that by speaking my goals out loud to myself, looking at myself in the mirror, that I just develop this sense of faith and belief around my goals. 
So when you write down your goals, you want to give it a number. And what I mean by a number is you want to give it a number of when you will achieve the goal by, but also how much that goal will cost. How much money do you need? You know, is how much do you want to save? I want to save £3,000 as my two months emergency fund over the next three to six months. You know, that is what you call a smart goal that has a number to it. You also want to make sure that the goal that you set is a, is realistic, right? You want to set big goals and challenging goals, but you also want to make them achievable. So definitely aim high, but be sure to set realistic goals so that you can actually achieve them. Don't set yourself up for failure by saying, okay, I want to save 50,000 this year when you're on a 20,000 income, you know, really break down that goal. Yes, have a goal to save, you know, 50,000 over the next five years and then break down that goal into bite-sized and achievable chunks. Number three is to align your goals with your money values. So create goals that are aligned with who you are as a person, right? Don't try to be like everyone else. What matters to you in life? Create goals that reflect who you are and the things that you want and your desires um, and your dreams. Don't try to keep up with the Jones. Oh, she's buying a house. I'm going to buy a house this year. Oh, she's going on holiday. I'm going on holiday this year. You know, if you were somebody that is over spending, then your goal needs to be to focus on living within your means this year. So create goals that complement the person that you want to be in life. Number four is less is more. So work on a few goals at any given time. Avoid overwhelming yourself. I see so many people do this and I used to do this as well in the beginning of my financial year. I tried to set all these goals. They were just way too many. And it was actually my husband that was like, look, can we just work on one thing at a time? And that really helped us because since that point, we've only had three goals at any given time, right? So when you focus on, say, a minimum of three goals at any given time, you're more likely to make progress with them, right? And as you make progress, you can add more to the list. So I give you an example of a client I had who she had like, a million goals. She wanted to achieve everything. She was a big achiever and I absolutely loved it, but there were too many goals and she was working on all these different goals and she wasn't really seeing much progress. So I suggested to her, you know, why not focus on the three most important things right now. What are the three most important things in the next six months that you need to achieve? And by her breaking it down, you know, where it took her ages to get her emergency fund, she was able to have her emergency fund within months simply because she focused on, you know, a smaller chunk of a goal at any given time. Number five is to prioritize your goals. So every goal has a different priority. Um, and although they may all be important, you know, they're not all urgent. So you want to prioritize your goals. And I have two categories that I use to prioritize my goals. One is most urgent and the other is quick wins. So when I prioritize my goals, I usually, you know, group them in. Okay, what is the most important? Okay, this is a quick win. So I will sometimes go for the quick win. Um, and just get them out of the way and then spend the rest of the time focusing on the one that may take longer. Or I may decide to focus on the goal that's that's urgent, that is most important. So for example, when I had debt, um, my first priority was to have a thousand pound emergency. So that was the most urgent and I focused on that. And number six is to create an environment for success for your goals, right? So your goals need to be nurtured in 
the right environment for them to flourish. If you want your goals to materialize, then you need to kind of set the scene for that. So you want to analyze your circle of influence and you want to make sure that when it comes to your finances, that you are mindful about who you take money advice from. You are mindful about who you share your goals with, right? So you want to be mindful of who you take money advice from. I actually have a podcast. Um, can't remember what episode it is, but it's titled who you should take money advice from. Um, you want to read financial books. You want to follow financial experts on your social media. You want to listen to financial podcasts as you are now. It's important that as you're doing the work, that you have a support system around you to help you achieve your goals. And finally, tip number seven, you want to create reward milestones. And what I mean by reward milestones is that um, it's basically where you reward yourself each time you achieve a part of your goal. So rather than waiting for the end, you kind of create these milestones. Um, so for example, you have a goal of saving £3,000 in the next three months. So that means that every month your goal is to save £1,000 in order to meet that goal. So every time you save a thousand pounds, you would reward yourself with something. And it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to break the bank, but it could be something as easy as, you know, whenever I save a thousand pounds, I'm going to treat myself to something that's worth 50 pounds. So, and what that does is, is It helps to keep you motivated, right? And you want to acknowledge your hard work and the effort that you're putting into achieving your goals. You know, most people forget and they don't actually give themselves enough credit about the work that they're doing to achieve their goals. And some of these goals are hard. Some of these goals take discipline. You know, they require dedication and commitment. Um, And so it's important that you give yourself credit for the work that you are putting in and reward yourself, especially where some goals are long. You know, I have a goal of having a six to eight month emergency fund, and that could take up to a year, right? Um, Because we've been in and out of it due to dropping down to one income um, during the pandemic. So that particular goal, I set reward systems. So every time I save three grand, John and I reward ourselves to something. And it's also important that that as you're, as you're building these habits to achieve your goals, it's also important to realize that whilst you're working on achieving these goals, it's likely that you would have had to give up something or pause on a want or a pleasure, right? Because you've decided to focus on this goal. So you don't want to get burnt out. You don't want to kind of give up on your goals. It's important to acknowledge that most of the time you are having to give up or pause a pleasure, right? To focus on a particular goal. So it's important that you reward yourself along the journey. So this week, I would like you to take away this one action um, is to basically go back and listen to this podcast, find somewhere quiet, grab a pen or and paper, or even use your voice recorder and go through the seven points that I've made about creating financial goals for yourself this year. You know, do this somewhere quiet. And I would absolutely love for you to share one of your financial goals with me. So if you can tag me on your Instagram story or even send me a DM, and just be like, hey, Esther, I listened to your podcast about creating financial goals and this is one of my goals this year. You know, it's also important to share your goal with someone and I would love for you to share your goal with me so that I can cheer you on along the way and check how you're doing. Thank you so much for listening to episode 11 and I will catch you on the next episode. 
Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Then do send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took time to also rate and review this podcast. Stop by at bossofmymoney.co.uk for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.